I think we think of the territories as how America thinks of Canada. Yeah, it's like no man's land. <laughs> yeah, like what is <laughs> the, that? That's where people live in igloos. <laughs> but literally, though, I think. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe they actually do. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective, and welcome back to still Leo season. <laughs> I had a feeling, you knew that was coming. Yeah, I had a feeling <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> As in fact, we are still in Leo season. I anticipated that you would remind us. <laughs> <laughs> Till the very last day. And you know, what? I'll probably say it even to me, like Leo season is August just because like that's when I was born in August. So like my birth month is my Leo season. I kind yeah. of forget that it starts in July and ends before the end of August. I'm just like, no, August is Leo season. Yeah, but for your month, it is the majority of the month. Like mine, yeah, I'm Capricorn, so mine is December 23rd, I think, uh, and on. So it's like yeah. most of December is Sagittarius, which is weird because I'm like, oh, December baby. But no, you're a Sag. You're an unknown to me. We have nothing in common. <laughs> You're an unknown. We, we don't even know each other. <laughs> so I get why you think it's like August is equal to Leo. Yeah. And I mean, I have so many friends and family members too that are Leos, not necessarily born in August, but um, so I'm, I feel like I'm kind of like surrounded by them. So I like remember. And it's funny, I, I meet a lot of Leos and I have... I actually know like a few different people that have the exact same birthday as me. Really? Other women. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like I feel like maybe there's like a higher level connection for some reason. I, I've I've just like connected with or I was meant to like know the people that were born on the exact same day as me. That's so cool. Getting kind of spiritual. Well, <laughs> you know, the only person I know that shares my birthday is, of course, the Denzel Washington, which I mean the. is pretty cool <laughs> but he might as well be sir denzel <laughs> he really really might as well be i think we should petition for that to happen because yeah. that makes the most sense come on queenie yeah night night that <laughs> the the night the denzel the the denzel the the non-british denzel <laughs> do you have to be british to be knighted yeah like the states doesn't just knight no people. but the queen can knight anybody can't she no. Well, maybe she can, but I don't think she would knight any American. Fair. <laughs> her kid, her grandson wanted to leave to go to America and she like disowned him. So And this is I can't see Denzel sneaking Nothing in. against Americans, <laughs> just saying before that turns into a whole fucking thing. Um Yeah, no, we're anti-Americans. Yeah, we are not. <laughs> Although I do think the Americans that don't know about poutine are weirdos. I will say that loud and clear. You know, it's so funny, and I totally was not expecting to even have this kind of a conversation, but um, growing up, I have uh, some family friends that are from the U.S., and it you, it was really interesting to, like, talk to them, like, through the different stages of life and, like, the different school years, because we in Canada, at least our curriculum, we learn about, like, everything, about every country, like not in huge detail of course but like we're pretty aware of like major events around the world throughout the years yeah. like history 
It's like world history. Exactly. Of just exactly. Canadian. Yeah. And they didn't even know um, anything about Canada, really. Like, they didn't know we had provinces okay. or how many provinces. Does that surprise you at all? Um, <laughs> yeah. They're... What? Most of them think we live in igloos, and that's not even a okay, joke. You're, you're generalizing. We're definitely going to get your anti-America fucking DMs now. Thanks. But... <laughs> Well, it's true. Actually, I'd like Americans to weigh in on this. How much do you know about Canada? Yeah, don't Google it. Just really off the top of your head. What do you know? Um, But no, I mean, they didn't know we had provinces. And the funniest part, and and any American person, like like I said, when I was growing up more so, not now as adults, but like in that sort of like later um, public school age and high school age, anybody I encountered that was from the U.S., they knew about Montreal or Quebec, but they said Montreal because you could drink at 18 yes. there, right? Yeah, totally. For and sure. they would ask me if I lived near Much Music. No. <laughs> hilarious, right? That like, is those are the only two things. Around that time, that makes complete sense because totally. Much Music was huge. I was just having that conversation the other day about how cool much music was but that's hilarious that i i guess that makes the most sense because i'm thinking about other places in canada and like nothing when you're younger is cooler than like underage drinking and much music so yep that really, all adds up nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so in fairness they were very aware of the important things <laughs> yeah no that okay that's fair we'll we'll give them that <laughs> But no, some, I do feel that a lot of Americans, they, like, I I think that we spend a lot of time in our news and and coverage like that on what's going on in the States. I don't, do not think they do that down there. No, I mean, when we've been in the US, like traveling and stuff, it is very, like, uh, national coverage. Like, it, it really doesn't get into the international coverage stuff. And of course, you could find it, I'm sure. Yeah. But just like our channels, like, well... Yeah, I mean, our main, the main one that I get my news from is CP24, and it really does cover everything. It is, again, yeah. global news. So, yeah, yeah I mean, especially it, it's interesting. We're neighbors. It's not like a random yeah. country. Like, we're literally, you know, in so- south for a lot of, actually, that was a cool fun fact. Um, I was going to say that we're like more south than a lot of places in the States. Um, so, we're not like some like way far off northern country. But, here is a fun fact that I learned on um, Jimmy Kimmel's version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Have you ever seen, like, the new one without Regis? I haven't. Oh, by the way, Regis I... died recently, too. Sorry, yes, we're, we're, we're on a tangent. <laughs> we are all um, over the map today, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting it now, and he's obviously I knew that, best. yeah. Yeah. So he had Dr. Phil on. And oh God. your your number one impersonation. Yeah. Do. <laughs> like basically... I, I won't even do it anymore because after watching him, I'm like, oh, my God, I you're so dumb. Like, sorry, no offense, Dr. Phil. But like that was again, because so... he's probably listening from the last time. Yeah. You know, Dr. Him. Phil, no offense. Um, <laughs> I know you probably tune in quite frequently for updates on you, but no. <laughs> um <laughs> He you know where I go for my news about myself. Yeah. Respective yeah, podcast. He's going to her respective podcast, The Girls from Canada. He's like, <laughs> well, where is Canada? 
No, that was a horrible accent. <laughs> that was that was like just hillbilly. Anyway, hillbilly. No, he's tell Texas. me what happened with Doctor Phil. So no, the question was, I know after all that, the question was how many. I'll word it better because it was worded even easier for him. But it was how many of the states are more north than Canada's most southern point. Okay, I don't actually know that. So so I'm not okay. much better than him. <laughs> no. Well, the question was worded. Okay, so I'll tell you. The answer is 26 or 27. 27. Really? So, which is fact. insane. Yeah. So, and then I looked at the map and it is because like, you know, all those little New England ones are really small. And there's tons up there. Anyways, mm-hmm. it goes down really, really south in their country. But how it was worded was there are 27 states that are more north than this province's most southern tip. Oh, God. So clearly it's Ontario. And then for the celebrities on Jimmy's, they have, like, help up to the 32,000 question. So the her, she was right away, she's like, it's definitely Ontario. The other ones were, like, Saskatchewan, New Brunswick. Like I'm impressed really they clear. even knew the names of those provinces. Well, he didn't. He spent... So they had to do time lapse, uh, fast forwarding of him sitting there being like, oh, I think he used a couple of lifelines and he had the expert help. That's terrible. And so they time lapse five minutes then they had to do another time lapse, 25 or 20 minutes or something. Jimmy Kimmel was like, okay, seriously, answer now. Like this is out of control by the end of it because it was so ridiculous. Anyways, that was such a tangent. But the bottom line for that is we have so many, we have such a Southern tip. Well, that's, you know, I mean, if it was worded like that, I would have got it for sure. If I was asked how many states, I would not have gotten that. No, me neither. I would have said six or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for like, sure. I would have had no idea it was fully 27, but that's the takeaway because that, for me, was obviously the most shocking part of that. I pretty cool to, to see. Like, but. Americans, I feel if you're listening, which you are because we see on our map. That you don't you yeah, download our <laughs> our podcast, um, which we definitely yeah. appreciate, and please keep doing that. But um, yes. <laughs> I think if you want to, if you need to be aware of one province, make it Ontario. That's where Toronto is. Like yeah. that's yeah. yeah. Well, that's where most of the people are in Canada. exactly. Like that's our. I call it the New York of Canada, right? You do call it that. I do. It is though. <laughs> what else would be comparable? I mean, the main provinces, and this is so bad saying this because, like, I'm Canadian and I love my Canadians and my country, but yeah, but nobody really knows or cares about the territories. So let's just or say even that. the prairies. <laughs> like, yeah, it's BC. Yeah, it's Ontario. And it's Quebec. That's it. Yeah, but okay. So as somebody that's traveled, I've gone all over Canada and um, mostly by motorcycle. So it's like really hands-on traveling. We have the most beautiful country and I've gone coast to coast. So I really have seen so much and like I couldn't even pick a favorite coast, East Coast, West Coast. Like they're both so amazing. I don't know. I don't even hate the prairies, but I will say that the territories. Well, are, I've been are the, not the to the territories and not to the East Coast. East Coast is definitely on my bucket list. Uh, the territories aren't yes, high up there, that's for sure. Um, yes, because I, obviously I've seen pictures. I think we think of the territories as how America thinks of Canada. Yeah, it's like no man's land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what the, that's where people there. live in igloos. <laughs> Yeah, but literally, though, I think. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe they actually do. I actually think I have a cousin that lives there or something. Anyway, but but in all honesty, I've driven from the West Coast to, to Ontario and back. Um, so that And didn't you like the prairies? I did not. There's nothing there. I know, people it's literally hate it, nothing. But I thought it was so fun because it's kind of cool. And then I'm sorry, but there is nothing comparable to when you've been in the prairies for two days driving and then in Alberta. Yeah, you hit Alberta and you're you're approaching the foothills and then of course the Rockies and it's yeah. like it like I grew it's up going blowing. to the West Coast. It is. I you know, like I said, I grew up going to the to uh Vancouver and in, in BC in the interior where that's where my family lived. So I saw the mountains all the time, but seeing it from that perspective was entirely different. So beautiful. If I could recommend that to anybody is go drive all of Canada. It'll take you a million years, but just do it. You'll like it. Yeah, and uh, so you're welcome for your geography lesson today, yeah. everyone. Um, we we <laughs> we did definitely go on I a can tangent. Do the ad now. <laughs> I I get it if some of you may have fast forwarded this a little bit, but uh, yeah, get into the ad because we have a fun episode. We have a another controversial topic. We haven't had a you and me episode for a long time. Um, yes, we and do. I think the last time we did, well, maybe not the last time, but the time before, um, was, you know, a topic that I think a lot of people would, uh, it's something we can argue. So anyway. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Antamo Pleasurables, for supporting her perspective. Antamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all of their products. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to IntamoPleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. And another thank you to Birch and Fog for supporting the show. Birch and Fog is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman. They carry a wide range of CBD products and we cannot recommend them enough. We have been using the Feel CBD Sleep Drops, and they are absolutely amazing. So to learn more about their products, check them out on Instagram at Birch and Fog or at uh, their website, www.birchandfog.com. And of course, don't forget to use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout to get $20 off your first order. Awesome. Okay, so I know you have an update for me. Um, but I have a question for you. So I think this is, uh, this is trending okay. a little bit right now out there, um, in social media world and just pop culture world, I guess. But what would you rather? Oh, it's a would you rather question. God, I yeah. hate these. <laughs> would you rather, and I heard this today and I was like, this is kind of an interesting one because it kind of would, it goes to like what your personality type is or the kind of character you have. So would you rather... And for the listeners, please chime in and give us what you would rather. Would you we rather? We know you will be yelling the answer in your car. Yes, we know <laughs> so you talk to us. us when you're in the car <laughs> yeah. or wherever. Whenever you listen to the pod, we already know this. You guys have told us that, so that's amazing. Um, okay, so I know anticipation is probably killing everybody, but I know. Um, <laughs> say it. Just fucking say it. Uh, <laughs> would you rather get one million dollars? Okay. Sorry, if you get the million dollars. It means you have to stop at every single red light for the rest of your life or you don't take the million dollars. So would you rather take the million dollars with the caveat that you have to stop at every single red light for the rest of your life or would you rather just not take Mm. the mill and fly through those reds? (laughs) 
this is like a this is why I hate these questions because they're like painful. It's like, yeah, when you first said, would you rather have a million dollars? My answer is like, yes. Million, yes. <laughs> yes, I will take them. You had me at but, one million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'll do pretty much anything except for stopped at every red light. Like, no, I draw the line there. Um, <laughs> because I think I do. I'm, okay, here's the logic. A million dollars isn't that much nowadays so it's not if it was a billion dollars yeah for sure but even like maybe 10 million even yeah 10 million is a fair even five i think you could do some good damage with five but i was just driving in traffic today thinking about how much i fucking hate traffic and the reason why i hate traffic and i had this conversation exactly today is because of red light highway traffic is different than City traffic. Like Stop and go. Red light. Yeah. So, ugh, I don't know, man. So, could your character take that? Like, do you have the patience? I don't think so. Like, I personally don't think you do either. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is there? I've seen you there... drive. You have yeah. some road rage. I've been in the car. <laughs> it can be kind of scary. I've been known to honk and do some gestures and scream and at people. Borderline <laughs> chase people down. Yeah, well, don't cut me off, all right? It's not nice. <laughs> but, okay, so could the caveat to that be, yes, I'll, I'll stop at every red light, but then now, because I have, well, we're upping it to $10 million, let's just say. No, 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 we can't be yeah. changing. We're not changing <laughs> the original <laughs> would-you-rather question. It's a mill or not. Well, what if I... No stop driving yeah, well that then. i mean obviously the, you can if i'm in the you car can, like you could take the subway you could walk you could ride your bike but if you are in a motorized vehicle on the road even if it's an uber a motorcycle a bus uh, i don't know you're at the you're stopping at the red light yeah like i don't know i th- that's a really tough one. i feel like if i had a mill you're right it's not a ton of money but like I love all those memes that are like, people say money doesn't buy happiness. I'm like, well, it would buy me a lot yeah, of happiness. Yeah, I'd be really lie. happy with um, it. <laughs> I'd be really yeah. happy with a mill. Yeah. I feel like I would just take that million and do smart things with it. So I would have to, I could avoid like driving places. But that's what I mean. Like what though? Travel. Like I'd fly. Because I have, I don't know. <laughs> it's only a million dollars. <laughs> You'd have one flight. <laughs> What? You can't keep I could pay off my house and have 500k to mess around with. If you did what? Like pay off my house with half of it, um, oh. for instance, say, and then the other half, I just dink around. Okay, but then after that few weeks where you've blown the No, rest, I would have invest. No, I would have inv- I would invest it wisely. Okay, but then you still have to come home when all that fun is done because it's not that much money and start hitting those red lights. No, I feel like I could make it work. You think a million dollars? I think I could. Retire you. Yeah, I do. If I, I, if I if I used it wisely, so I would say I'll take the mill and I'll take the red lights because the other side of it is, of it is I would just have to learn some patience. Like, yeah, it'd be fucking annoying, but I'd eventually yeah. get used to it. Like, you're like, okay, I know <laughs> if I sit get in this car and go anywhere, I'm gonna be stopped at red lights. So I just start planning for it. So you'd have to like double your travel time. yeah but i'd also just learn ways to get around it too like you take the back roads as much as possible you drive on the highway as much as yeah. possible for me a million dollars would be worth it because that would be also yeah. life-changing <laughs> so 
Well, I mean, this is the other thing, too. If this offer was presented to both of us and I said no and then you're like, okay, I'll take it, I would be like, okay, no, I changed my mind. I want it, too. Like, <laughs> give it to me, too. So the you answer have serious to your question FOMO or what? <laughs> oh, God. You know me with even ordering. I have to know you're ordering in advance <laughs> to make sure that you don't order something better. Yeah, I know I was supposed to work on that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> I, I cannot. Anyway, yeah, no. that's a good one though, right? That's hard. Yeah, no, that's a hard. Actually, I know I say I hate these and I kind of do because it's like stressful to me. I, like I'm literally fidgeting with something right now because I'm like stressed yeah, out. Yeah, I thinking. can imagine you yeah. are having a lot of anxiety over this. <laughs> Probably going to keep you up at night. You better yeah. use your uh, CBD drops. I, oh yeah, I certainly will. But um, now I want another one. <laughs> We should do this more often. Yeah, we should probably try and bring in a would you rather uh, in our episodes. It's fun. It, they're so fun. And, and you're and right. Funny. They do give like an insight to personality. Yeah. So, okay. So I think we can conclude that we'd both take the mill. Well, if you're taking it, I'm taking it. I'm <laughs> so taking it. you answer take the question. And I'll just... Okay. We're taking the mill. <laughs> we want to know what you guys would do. Because like, we know red lights are Friggin' annoying, <sighs> but so painful. would you get over it for a million dollars? Okay, but Lauren, I don't know if you're thinking about this clearly. Like, I think we should think about it for another second just because red lights are, we know how bad they are, but we're not even getting all of them. So you can't even really fully imagine how bad it would be. Yeah, that's fair. But I'd still take it. I'd figure it out. <laughs> I'd figure it out. Still want I the want money. the money. Yeah, The money true. would may- be changing, like life changing, like I said. So Actually, you're absolutely right because we'd have enough cushion to like, find a job that we would I wouldn't be able work to like... come on okay it that okay okay I think you're forgetting we'll, what a million dollars we'll is. we'll have another discussion later about like <laughs> I'm gonna give you a projection of retirement costs and then we'll okay, talk okay <laughs> we'll leave that for another episode anyways okay so tell me yeah. your update because I know you've been dying to tell me yeah so my update is on Brittany oh, Brit. um of course so she you know um is still at it um still doing her videos and um, still dressing the same way yeah it's still freaking weird but so today she posted a video of her telling people it's ridiculous like anyways she posts videos she's done a couple of them of her favorite things that people have asked in the comments so the conclusion I've drawn is she's clearly reading the comments unless this is a weird ploy because people have said things like, to her, so the questions she answered today are, what was the last party you went to? So she's like, I was in Vegas for four years at her residency and that chick went to a party, a single party. And that was the last party she went to. And that was like four years ago. So well, she's locked up. That's why she's on lockdown. Yeah, she can't she do anything. Can't. She can't be partying. But so, yeah, the update is, I guess she is reading the comments. So why is she not addressing what we're all concerned about? Mostly, we're not concerned about your favorite color, but she keeps telling us. That's been brought up before on other larger social media accounts, people like commenting on the Britney situation. But apparently that is also part of that conservatorship. And this is also speculation because obviously I don't know for sure. But from what I've read and what I've heard, that's part of it. She can't like fully engage with her social media. Like she can really just post her little videos of dancing and dress up. And she can't talk about anything like 
private or serious in her life. I think she needs approval or permission to do that. So somebody probably is also managing her social media. But I do think it's very unusual. Whoever is actually managing her or social media or everything, let's say it is her father – and, um, I mean, people are really starting to ramp up with this stuff. Like, this is the Free Britney movement is, like, a thing now. Yeah. So it's out there. It's being talked about a lot in the media. So why is nobody addressing it? Like, that's what's super weird. It's, like, people are, like, blink twice if you're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, send, yeah. Send a smoke signal. But nobody's addressing it. And she's – so no. you're right. She's reading these comments. Obviously, whoever is managing the account is reading all the comments too. And there's hundreds of comments being like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Do you need <laughs> are help? Are you on drugs? Like, are you, you on help? drugs? Like, are you a prisoner in your own home? Yeah. And that's the thing. If the, peop- if the people who are monitoring – her Instagram, her social media, at least make it a bit more discreet. Tell her to do something different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're making our case stronger. They're not helping. Like, at least tone it down a little bit, the weirdness, so then people wouldn't be so concerned. That's what I think. Like, they're not strategizing very well over there. But maybe that's part of, like, the other conspiracy theories that are out there that she's super doped up that she's kept on drugs yeah, and she's just she doesn't have any real wherewithal like she has enough wherewithal to put on some like crop tops and weird weirdly low cut shorts so weird it doesn't look good and do these dances <laughs> and talk like a little girl like um i i really love um when i it's yeah. so like breathy too well, it's breathy, but it's also like juvenile. It seems she just appearing so insecure, nervous, so insecure, almost. so nervous. Yeah. Okay. And then I have another update. Um, I read. I think her financials were released. I believe for last year, and it shows that she has like an obscene amount of allowance going towards Target, um, which is very really strange because that's good on you like shopping where like the average joe shops but it's like weird like why are you going to target so much when like, alexander mcqueen is sending you free yeah designer couture like yeah what exactly you don't need to buy clothes from there although it certainly does look like you do Brittany. but it kind of plays into this like child like persona yeah. still like these little fairy type tops like florally and like cutesy it's not something that women grown women mothers typically wear on like a daily basis like even the fit ass ones like her fashion is fashion do whatever you want and seriously to Brittany too like obviously if she is truly happy and feels good in her life I don't buy it, but if she does, good on her. But, like, it is unusual, again, for a grown woman pushing 40 to be, even if you have the hottest body in the world, with that being said, like, that's a whole other reason why you wouldn't wear those little outfits because, like, you're mature, you typically are confident, like, you've got this great body of all the money in the world to look a certain way, and you're choosing, like, these kind of, again, very juvenile like outfits and style where you could be wearing like i don't know just the best of the best i mean like compare her to like kim kardashian yes of course like who else would we ever compare anybody to where she just dresses only in monochromatic stuff but it's very like womanly yeah no it's certainly a different yeah and i mean 
they have their own style. That's their whole. But I wouldn't like, call look, Britney's but... style being like a style. I wouldn't say it's it's her look. It, well, it certainly is her look, but it, I wouldn't say it's like a look that she's going for. It's just it feels very, as you say, juvenile. It doesn't feel like it's something like this is this is how I express my personality. It just looks really weird. Yeah, it all just seems unnatural, yeah. forced fake um inauthentic like it just doesn't seem like this is a almost 40 year old woman living her best life like let's be real yeah that's the key words especially yeah and that's the other thing like um I think we can all be happy for her if we felt that it was like normal but because it is so like this can't be what an almost 40 year old woman views as living your best life like it's just no it's really weird but anyways so the financials also indicated that um her dad only got like 120 or 130,000 as as I'm putting air quotes up like a managerial fee I believe so he's like see oh and then so it it did really survive oh my god apparently she had a lot of money going towards house updates which people are presuming to be for the two house fires she had last year because apparently she just like lights her house on fire. Uh, and maybe that's why she can't be trusted if she's just doing that. But can't have children in the home at any, yeah, for any real length of time. Light fires and burn it's her house funny. down. It's not funny at all. Um, but it's crazy. Um, so it, that was his evidence. Like, here's her financials. I've only taken this amount of money. It's it's very low compared to what she is worth and obviously owns. So clearly he's not in on anything. That's his point. So that's my update. Yeah, that's all bullshit. My theory on that is like, what? how would anybody know? We don't know. They can say whatever they want. All we can do is believe it or not. Um, it could be he could be being paid through like some other oh, yeah. type of account. It's like a different name funneled yeah. through something. Obviously, it's all just like I feel like a lot of it is for show, um, and and because she did earn what she earned, and she is a talent, and she is the brand, she is Britney Spears. If there is like a, like a judge and a whole kind of like legal case that goes with this conservatorship, I would hope that that person who oversees it or like the judge would be like, well. She did all this. Like, she's the talent. She's Britney Spears. Her money. Without her, there's no this. So, like, exactly. So maybe it is. Like, okay, sir, you can control her, for lack of better words, and you can make almost 200K, which that's not really a bad deal. No, Um, really not. (laughs) But you're not getting her, like, her fortune. Because why? You know, she has children, too. So... They hired her to do the gigs and the residencies and all the concerts. They did not hire her dad. So that is her money. That was paid to her. And I don't know. I just, I, you know, I think the bottom line, which we, I think this is why we, again, we talk about it so much is because we're just like concerned. And I hope that it comes out, either she levels out or it comes out that this is just literally her living her best life, which is weird, but okay. But you know what else I wonder is, do you think that, like, other stars, like, obviously Britney has friends, like, do you think other famous stars are like, Britney, like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Like, you know, Kim Kardashian releases people from prison. Like, do you think she's reached out to her? Like, do you need me to release you? Like, are you safe? I wonder if people are reaching out that way. It can't just be the fans that are weird. Well, maybe that's part of the conservatorship, too, though. Like, maybe she really isn't even allowed to have, like, a true social life. And I feel like I heard that, well, too. No like, friends in everything is monitored. 
Yeah, I mean, she's always alone. Her boyfriend's not even in her pictures or videos. She has, like, referenced to him a couple times. But, yeah, I, I honestly, it is, it's just so unusual. And, I, and yeah, again, like, I don't know. People may have turned off this episode already. But <laughs> it is, we talk about it because she was such a big part of our, like, youth. And we're women, again, like, we've brought that up before. And, like, I'm closer to her age. And I'm a mom also, and it's just I can't fathom having the kind of fortune that she has. But I can, I can also imagine not fathom behaving being that way. Controlled, yeah. But I, I mean, the idea of being controlled. I'm in control of every single aspect of my life, and I have zero notoriety. Like, like Brittany is world known, yeah. right? So, it's it's just a very unusual situation. Yeah, yeah we truly just hope that <laughs> Brittany, something comes out be well soon that. <laughs> is good for her yeah and and her kids yeah. so um that was your britney update uh this is basically each yeah well speaking <laughs> of i have a small little snippet that i just heard briefly in passing another update of kanye apparently he's in a lot of trouble i think he forged some votes that is just coming out now so apparently he two states have already banned him from even holding an election in their states so I think he'll be in a lot of trouble and I don't think we need to worry about him becoming the next president. I thought he already dropped out. Oh, <laughs> maybe maybe this is like late news coming out. Old news? Yeah, maybe. Fake, fake so my news? my updates suck. Um, <laughs> well, I, no, I don't know. I just, that's what I thought I heard. And I do feel like I heard something about that too. I, to be honest, I'm not up on the Kanye sitch. Uh, so thanks for that. And no whoever else isn't, now they <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but yeah, for your regular pop culture news, like hit us know to come. Yeah. Like we we know everything you day. need to know about like two people, Brittany and Kanye, like the most yeah. random. <laughs> and by we know everything you need to know means we literally know nothing, we know and not we get all thing. our information from Instagram, Twitter, the Google. And then of course, from there we draw sweeping generalizations to yeah. form our own opinions about our updates and run with that. Yeah, like I feel like we need to drop the disclaimer. Like we have no affiliation with. Yeah. <laughs> literally anything and we don't, don't know what we're talking about so um anyway so that was great so now let's talk about something real important yes yeah, <laughs> after we built our credibility up so good there <laughs> so we well this is going to be a fun episode i think it's just you and i and we wanted to talk about a topic that not like doesn't really affect us at the moment but well it's it's a thing that happens in the world yeah well for, for women. sure women and men yeah to people so what we want to talk about today and we totally would love everybody's input um when you hear the show is can you date a friend's ex so obviously there's so many variables that go into that that's a loaded question yeah we know this but we wanted to like break it down a little bit and my thing my stance on it is obviously all about the circumstances and if you so for one example we'll start with this if you dated somebody say in high school and you broke up because it was high school and what the fuck does that mean anyway no one actually takes things seriously in high school um yeah okay for maybe the one percent but anyway you break up 
never to think of that person again, essentially. And then, like, eight years down the road, your friend happens to, like, connect with this person, say, at a bar, a party, whatever kind of event, and they hit it off. And they hit it off to the point that they're, like, hanging out and hanging out, and now they essentially are dating. Like, they're going out one-on-one. Like, they're kind of dating. Do you tell the friend and be like, hey, I mean, and and this is another like arm of it is like how close you are with the friend. Yeah. Well, that is the main arm of it, I think. Fair. So it's like, okay, so that's, we can pretend you and I, so I meet this person, um, starting to see them. I come to you and I say, hey, Jess, like, remember Joe Blow from high school? <laughs> Um, well that's a good indicator if I'm like yes oh my god I forgot about him or if I'm like who yeah exactly (laughs) but that's the whole point right so and I say okay well we've been we've hit it off and like we actually started seeing each other I'm telling you because you did have a history even though you're like 17 but uh do you care right like how do you hand how do you think everybody handles those situations I think because there are so many variables, it is, you know, it's super hard to tell. But I think for sure the the main two things it depends on is A, how close you are with your friend and how, what type of relationship you had with that person. So I'm thinking back to high school. Um, you know, I had a boyfriend there. We did for three years. I lost my virginity to him. But I also haven't known him since then. Since you're a teenager. You know? Right. So, but if like, if you came and said like, I want to start dating him, I don't know. I think I'd be like, what? Why? (laughs) Well, I think in those situations, then it's hard because your like memory and like relationship is preserved in that era, like that 17 year old mind frame. Right. And so, yeah, that's a good point. And so now you don't know them as an adult. You don't know them as like a working professional. Maybe they're a parent or like a father in this case like you, you don't know this new adult mature version of them and I use the word mature loosely right but I still think I would be weirded out if you wanted to date it depended on which one but like a serious one like that who my first love like I don't know I think like he's the furthest one away but he was like my first love so like I don't know like maybe some of them in between are fair game <laughs> Yeah, like my thing is, I don't think it's a, it's certainly not black or white, but I also don't think it's like, okay, you can never, ever date a friend's ex. Like it's completely off the table. And like, I know that's super controversial to say. And some people have a complete opposite mindset of it. And they'd be like, no, you can't. Like you just cannot. It's just, you can't. I come at it from the approach of like, yeah, if it was like a little fling in high school or even if it was more than a fling and then like 10, 15 years later, you connect with this person, in my opinion, like in a lot of ways, they would be a completely different person. Like who you are at 17 versus who you are at say 34, well, I bloody hope you're different. And if you're not, then chances are no one's dating you. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) then you don't have to worry about this episode. Yeah, you're you're (laughs) F buddy. But, you know, Lauren, I think we should say, put a disclaimer right now because you are a very rational person. So, like, even just now, you're like, but you don't have feelings for them. Yeah, no, I don't have feelings for them, but, like, I so did. And a lot of 
my friends went to high school with me and were part of that. Like, what if they watched the entire relationship? And we're just talking about this one, you know, as an example. Yeah. Like, there are some in my past that are so off limits. I don't even want my friends to be friends with them. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is because I think I'm really emotional. And I also, it's not so much like I don't want um, anyone to date them because I'm jealous. It's like, I don't want them in my life. Well, yeah, I don't. That know. was like my next point. So I think, like, for you, yeah. I think a little bit, like, you stake claim on people, right? Like that is part yeah. of your personality, um, and not that's not like a bad thing or anything. It's just that is just who you are. And so you had an intimate relationship with somebody. You've that's like you've just staked claim, like that's your territory, whether it is or not yeah. anymore. But like you've already left your mark there. And it can't be undone. Yeah. Um, I look at things a little differently um, because if I don't have like any emotional connection, I'm kind of like, what of? But, but then with that being said, as the devil's advocate to that is like, do you want that person potentially in your life though? Because they haven't been in your life for say 17 years and then say you're like, yeah, I don't really care if you date him. And then the person starts, your friend starts dating this past love we'll call it and now they're hanging out with you yeah like the thing that's weird for me is like if there was sex involved so when you've been with someone you know their moves you know what they look like you you know all that stuff. you know what their dick looks like Like yeah you've been completely vulnerable with that person they've been completely vulnerable with you yeah and then you're like now i have to like personally I wouldn't be able to not picture it and we already know how I picture people anyway random strangers on the subway I'm like what do you look like when you have sex yeah it's a weird thing I have (laughs) naturally Uh, who doesn't do that (laughs) I do it too but yeah (laughs) um so then and then I'd be like well I don't know if I want to like hear about anything because obviously girls we talk and I'd be like yeah I know or yeah I I remember that mole or something Or you'd be like, oh, he still does that? Like, it's just so, I find it so awkward. And like, it brings up your thoughts. So it's like, oh, now he, you think about that person. And it's not like he'll just develop feelings again. But it's like, he's in your past for a reason. And now he's certainly not in your past. And it's just part of your present and potentially uncomfortable. Yeah. And then, oh, God, like, I personally just like, I think, like you said, I get territorial. And then, but once I'm done, I'm like, done. I don't want to know them anymore. And I've been so lucky with that in the past that I haven't really had to like face this type of situation because I would hate it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really had any of those, like I haven't had friends dating exes or anything like that. Certainly not in my adult life, but I mean, I know people, friends and I have hooked up with the same people, but like they were never an ex. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, shit. I did that at that weekend, too. Yeah. Um, oh, you did, too? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in that situation, you kind of laugh about it. Oh, God, we both did. Yeah, too. that's definitely can be laughed about. Or, like, I know people that have been with my now husband. Yeah. So the thing is, everybody has a past. Yeah, and that's right? hard so, enough. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think about it, to be honest. Like, I don't. I've, yeah. In our early stages, I did ask like questions because I'm just like nosy and I just I don't know why I want to know these things. But I used to be like that too. Now I won't even ask because the truth is I don't want to fucking. Well, know now it. I'm just like, boy, you leveled up. Like level up. <laughs> I'm a level yeah. up. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's just going keeping on topic. Like 
I go back to if it is that kind of time frame, like where it was like a high school to now. Yeah. Would I did if if my friend came to me and was like, I know you guys dated in high school. Um, whether it was like a like hot and heavy relationship or just like a fling, whatever, you know, whatever it was, it's over. It's been over for like almost two decades, let's say. Several men in between. Yeah, you're currently in a relationship. And my friend says to me, I'm like so in love. Like we're so happy. Do I deny my friend that love and that like happiness? Well, that is different too. Like by my selfish being like, well, that's weird because I've been there. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. You have my sloppy seconds in a sense. Like, yeah. Well, I think it, that it does depend on if you were, okay, but the other like side of the sword, is that a saying? We needed to throw in a random it's saying. It's a double-edged sword. Okay, double-edged sword. Yeah. Well, the other side. What is the saying? The other side of this. Um, it's a double-edged sword. If you're referring to the no, sword reference, no. I move on from the sword. I mean, the other like on the other hand. I the guess. other side of the fence. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fuck. I guess on the other side of the fence. The, well, the other hand. Um, we are all like pretty much all still friends with everyone that we went to high school with. So, it's. You know what I mean? It's not like they're, it's some random distant stranger from the past. It's like people that you still know. So I don't know, like high school, what I'm saying is high school doesn't feel like that far away or that far out of touch from who we are now, like, because we kind of still have the same group to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. And so for, I have an example. So I dated someone in high school and like he was my friend. For how long? Not long enough for him. Oh, you lost your virginity. Yeah. Um... So I, yeah, I lost my virginity to him and I, in my young brain was like, I love him. Like, this is like, we're we're together. Like, we're so happy. Clearly that was not the case. Um, (laughs) What, you guys didn't get married? (laughs) Nope. Fun fact. He's not my current husband. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. (laughs) So then we broke up, obviously, and someone I was like, I don't know. We were friends, but then we became not friends after he and I broke up because I guess they started liking each other. And I don't know if it was just like... But this is in high school? This is in high school. All of this? Yeah, okay. this is just Again, an example. this is different too. Totally different. Because, um, yes, your mentality, everything about you is totally different. But it's just like an interesting... In, in high school, everyone goes with everyone. Well, I didn't, though. That's the thing. And my friends didn't well, either. Well, me so. neither. But I'm just saying a lot of my friends did sleep with a boyfriend of mine. That sucks. And they're not really friends anymore. Well, <laughs> see, there you go, though. Because, like, that even shows, like, even back then that changes things. So that is kind of, like, yeah. what happened. Yeah, so it was no, an interesting okay. scenario that I was not not friends with this girl. Like, we weren't besties by any means. But we were friendly like we were we hung out at the same parties had this like similar like we had same friends like from mutual groups um and we were in the same class and we like I said we were friendly like we were I don't really know what else to say but yes we were friends for lack of better word and then whatever changed which obviously was that these two people decided they liked each other 
And then all of a sudden, neither of them liked me. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. There was no falling out. So I wonder if it's like a natural kind of... They both want you out of there. Yeah, you have to push that other person away to the point that like there's now a negative vibe to allow for this like relationship to cultivate. I agree with that totally because it's like the saying too many cooks in the kitchen. I think it's just too much going on. It's easy. Well, and I'm speaking for myself. For me, it's very easy. It's it's necessary to be cut and dry. If I'm in a relationship with you, that you are the one I'm in the relationship with. But if we're not in a relationship, I don't want you around. Like even ex-girlfriends of mine, I don't want to see you um, if we're not friends. Like there's no purpose for you to be around. It's And it's not me not being civil or me being like bitter or immature. I just you had a place in my life. You no longer do. I don't want to waste any energy. I have so many amazing people and a new boyfriend or like if I moved on at that time, like there's no need to know you. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, right? Is like you've expelled the energy that you had for that person or those people already. And you can't like bring that back in. So you've closed the door. You've especially in a breakup exactly because you put so much energy especially if it was like painful but even if it's not it's still like that required this kind of an energy that I don't want to like go back to so I think there's always there would always be like some kind of trigger right like you'd be triggered a little bit by even if it was a high school fling um so and like obviously we're just talking about high school at the moment but like I think you'd still get a little bit triggered by it Yeah, like if I if I'm thinking I probably wouldn't like it's a hot topic now what went on between my high school boyfriend and I so I probably wouldn't really remember um, or feel like emotionally attached. I think I would feel very weirded out and and then not really like the fact that now he's around my life again because not that I don't I just don't give a shit. So I'm like, I don't need to know you but. Again, I don't know, like, I, I'm not remembering the issues we had. I could sit and figure it out, but it's not like they're emotional for me anymore, is what I'm trying to say there. But I just don't even want to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that goes back to the fact that, like, if there was, like, intimacy. Like, I'm not talking about, like, people that you kissed. Like, obviously, we're talking about relationships yeah. that had sex involved. and That you had love. Well, uh, sex. I still say, okay, even in high school... I know I love them. Nowadays, is the love that I feel for my current partner different? Is it more mature? Is it? It's entirely different, 100%. Um, I don't think any two loves will be the same, but I do not discredit feelings that you have when you're in high school because I know back then I was in love. Now do I look back and think, oh, that's so funny. Like, oh, young love. Like, that's yeah, it was not puppy real, love. But, yeah, but I still know that for me at the time, it was real. Yeah, it was your first exposure to it. And that's what you understood or thought love was at the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you, the love you have now or had for previous relationships as you've been older is a different kind of love because there's different, like, just components to it like your life is different like you maybe have responsibilities where in high school you didn't and so you have to love people through things too like traumas and yeah way more difficulties like it's like maybe there's a financial struggle like who knows right but so yeah I mean I don't know if we can close the door on the high school time frame 
But I think, <laughs> I think for me, it would come down to like how close I am with the friend. And yeah, me too. are they like telling me like they're the happiest they've ever been? Yeah, me too. Can I suck it up? I think I could. My, I think my personality, I could. You know, I would be lying if I said, especially if it was like somebody that the breakup was bad yeah. or it was just like ugliness um, or I was super in love, thought I was super in love with them in the, at the time. So there was like intensity. Yeah. Um, would I kind of maybe be like have a cold shoulder or be standoffish or... Or bow, bow out, kind of. Yeah, like avoid any kind of social engagements. But I think in time, like I would get over it. Or I would just learn to laugh it off. Because what else can you really do? Uh, that's exactly it. I think that that's what happens anyway. So, you know, that I have an exit go- comes around, like whatever. It's not that there's any feelings there, but I just like really didn't want to be around it. And then, I don't know, the last time I saw it, like him and his girlfriend and stuff I'm like oh I don't even care like I felt like I was maybe putting a bit more energy but I still don't need to be like around it you don't want it to be like forefront in your life obviously you don't want it to be something that you have to deal with on a daily basis right so but when I saw them at a party I'm like you know what this this is not bad at all I don't really care at all um I don't know I I think I'm just like so done when I'm done I don't know It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, I think you again. It goes back to how close you are with the person and yeah, um, what they who what they mean to you. Is your love for that friend stronger than any like old flame feelings kind of thing? Yeah, I think you really summed it up well when you said how close you were with a friend, how much intensity you had with their feelings, and then of course, like how much they have they together like if if it was my high school boyfriend and my best friend you came up and said I am in love with him the first thing I would say is what the fuck and then I'd be like okay and I'd certainly try and then I probably would find once I'm trying that it's fine you know after that long yeah and I think the important thing is having those like conversations with your friends like if you're in that scenario instead of trying to find like a workaround or hide it or whatever, like just tell the friend. I mean, obviously you have to be prepared for the friend to say like, no, I'm not okay with this. Like I'm not cool with it. And then you would then have to determine like, well, is our friendship more important than me exploring this potential love of my life? Um, somebody who maybe if you're someone who wants to get married, like this is the person you want to marry, have a family with. Um, cause I think that is the other side of it. Like on the friend who is dating the ex side, what are you willing to like lose potentially is your bestie or maybe they're not your bestie. So then therefore it's, it would be an easier thing to kind of give up or that relationship diminishes a little bit because you're like, well, I can't give up on what I feel is like love, the biggest love, the best love that I've ever felt. Like, sorry. (laughs) Well, it's tough because we're creatures of like immediate gratification. We always want that, that like now big feeling, right? So I think I know it, it might, for me, I like, have a hard time reining it in so if I'm feeling something I don't know how I would be able to be like stop of course I would but you know me I am kind of black and white with that I would never do that I would never even look like they're so far 
off the radar in terms of like a romantic relationship in my mind any of my friends exes that I can't even because I the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because I don't want them to do it to me I wouldn't want that back yeah and so. I get that and but I'm saying and this goes back to like the time frame like if they met somebody yeah 10 the 15, time frame is totally 20 who knows however many years later like and you're like well I didn't even know you like or even if like you didn't even know that you that friend dated that guy like you know so yeah. i think there's yeah. again like i don't think we're going to come to an answer we're obviously just giving our opinions on no. it um because it's circumstantial i want to know what everyone's opinions are on this yeah it's a it's a tough one because like i think initially you might be like oh i i'm totally against it or i'm for it or whatever and then if you actually let yourself think about it you're like okay well what if it's this? And like you have reasons behind different responses. Well, actually that just happened. I kind of sat there and I thought about like at first when we went into this conversation, I was like, definitely not. There's never a situation. But then as we're going through, I was like, yeah, I could give him up. Yeah, my friends can date him. So it really only whittles down to the ones that were in my mind, like, huge parts of my life yeah and I think that brings us into like closing that time frame so now you know getting into like okay so you dated this guy for maybe you dated him for a year and then you broke up maybe it was an amicable amicable breakup where it was like okay well that was fun but we're just like it's not gonna go anywhere we know we're not soulmates we're not getting married like I don't want a family with you peace out and then six months a year down the road like him and your friend connect and they want to date that's like a little bit more challenging because it's like well why I feel like I'd be like well why didn't it work out with us like questions that maybe I would never have had until a friend is like well I, I really like him and then you'd be like well when did you decide you liked that person like did you have feelings when we were dating did he have feelings for you when you were dating is that kind of the reason we maybe you've like fell off on in our relationship because there was like feelings that were happening elsewhere even if nothing actually happened between the two people but it's like if you know, like you're, you know, when you're attracted to someone, if you find someone good looking, you're like, oh, yeah, I could see myself hooking up. Like, so obviously that would have had to pre-exist, and I yeah. think that's where I would have to draw the line. Like, I don't, and and that would be the really hard thing because if that's when your friend says to you, "Well, I'm the happiest I've ever been," I'd be like, "Well." I can't be part of this dynamic. Like I can't be your best friend and he is part of our life when I had like a long enough term relationship where we got to know each other enough. Like we ha- experienced. We said I love yeah, you. Like and then again goes back to the intimacy yeah. thing, right? It's like, ugh, <laughs> I don't want to know or I don't want to think about it. I don't want to visualize. Yeah. And I don't want you asking about me or him talking about me or comparing me to you. Or being yeah. Like, oh, you were so much yeah. better with the last chick I dated. Oh, like my best friend. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> well, the, and then when you go out with them now – are you, like, if, if he orders something and you're like, what? You don't like that. Like, it's just so fucking awkward. Yeah, you awkward. would have to really censor yourself. When, like, you would ha- because, yes, like, it's hard to not just naturally react, especially if you know somebody's, yeah. like, habits and characteristics and likes and dislikes. Like, 
I mean, I don't know if everybody has that would have that same kind of like reaction quickly. Like if you were out for drinks and they ordered something, you're like, you don't like that. Like, I think maybe I would think it. Well, what if it was something that you guys fought about a lot? Like, I want to go here. I want to go here. And they're like, no, I hate it. And then all of a sudden he's like, yes, I love that. It's like, what? Or when you're around someone, even if it's been a long while, people like pick up on how they've behaved in the past. That's why it is awkward to be around exes, even if nobody's trying to date them, because that is how you behaved with that person in the past. So it's weird to like remove yourself actively and easier to not know them anymore. Yeah, especially if they behave differently. But no, I mean, in that situation, if like you were out and they ordered something that they would never have ordered or they claim that they hated. I personally, for me, would probably not say anything. Like, I would be like, you hate that. Um, I would think it. What if you didn't mean to? No, but I mean, I think I have the self-control where I'd be like, okay, that's not my place. It's not my business. What the fuck this guy does? Why do I care? I'm not with him. He's not my partner anymore. Like, it's he's her partner. And she can deal with it. But it would definitely go through my mind be like, what the fuck? But I think more so would be like, why do you want to date this person like you knew because assuming it's a close friend like you knew what we went through you knew our ups and downs you again with girls like we don't keep much a secret so no I'd be like you know everything it that's the thing best friends are part of the relationship you know a lot of the time they help craft what to say in in those relationships like you know what I mean I or talk you down yeah yeah, the, you, I know you, how many times I've sent you screenshots and you're like, say this, say this, you know what I mean? So that if you like said, I want to date this person, like, wh- why? So you can say that? Like, it's just so weird. But I guess it's also like maybe the person has changed or maybe we just weren't compatible yeah. and yeah. they are more That's compatible. That's the mature way to look at it. Some people, I think you are one of them, are mature enough to literally see that. Like, you may have your feelings uh, at first or you know even throughout but I think that you'd be mature enough to be like okay it's just me being childish because clearly him and I did not work out obviously I'm married and happy um he's free like and so people can they can try it and I think that you'd be okay to kind of let that happen I think in a lot of ways yes but I think in the situation where if it was like a long-term relationship and then not a huge amount of time after like yeah like six months or a year to me is not a huge amount of time um to break out with someone like or after breaking up with someone and then a friend a close friend wanting to date them because I think my mind would always be like well why what are you interested like how did this happen because yeah is this part of the reason why we didn't work out I think that would be my biggest hurdle And that would be challenging for me to get over because it's like, well, we didn't work out, but it wasn't like super, like, again, if it was like super toxic, that's a whole other thing, right? Like, it's like, well, why would you want to date some, that person when you know how toxic it was? But if it wasn't like a super toxic relationship, and like I said, it ended amicably, I would be like, well, is it because you guys had feelings for each other and he couldn't invest fully in me? And because he kind of liked you and then when I was out of the picture, like that opened the doors for that. Even if like their love was going to be true and like they're so happy and it was working out really well, it would always bother me because I would always feel like maybe this little like 
this chemistry that these two people had was a reason why it didn't work out for me and that person. I think it would certainly cross your mind and fair enough. And, And that's just human nature. Totally. And it's not like I'd want to be like, oh, yeah, let's have dinner dates and stuff like that. But you'd have to if it's your best friend, you'd have to right. suck it up. And that's the other side of it too, right? Is then, well, am I in a relationship, a new relationship? Because I think that also plays a huge factor in these situations. Yeah, totally. Because if I'm like happy and I'm with someone new, yeah, those thoughts and those feelings would be there because you'd be like, oh God, like I know you. I know you. Where, yeah. but could I manage it, bite my tongue, maintain it and get over it? Yes. But if I was single... And they, like my best friend and my ex were dating, I'd be like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, no, 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 can't. No. That, yeah, obviously, worst case scenario is you have a horrible breakup of like a long-term relationship. And then six months later, you're still, you know, you're still on the ground. Then your best friend of all the world says that they, oh my God, like that is obviously for me like a hor- the worst case scenario ever. I my friends mean everything to me, so if I had to lose one in such a painful way like that, uh, fuck. <laughs> well, cuz you're kind of having a double loss. Like you lost um it a is. romantic partner and then you could potentially be losing like a very close girlfriend. But then that poses the question how good of a friend are they then if they're willing to like be like, well, I want to date him because like you said earlier, like human nature, it's very difficult to deny yourself something that you want, no matter what goes along Mm -hmm. with it. And so, I mean, if the per, if the friend is like, well, I truly, truly feel like I'm in love with that person and I want to date them. And like, again, we're so happy and it's the chemistry is there like, how do you determine, like, is it true that you just, like, this, they were just meant to be and we weren't? Or are you a shitty friend because you're even, like, considering this? You're entertaining the possibility of dating my ex? Or are you full-on are dating my ex? What would get to me is the betrayal of when did you talk to him to know that you like him? Why are you even talking to him? Like, I'm the one yeah. going through the breakup. I'm your best friend. When did you find yourself communicating with this person to even get to that point well I think that's really hard though because like like you said a lot of people like maybe you're still friends from like high school and stuff um but so okay high school aside then there's like the social media element because you can talk to anybody at any moment very easily on Instagram, Facebook, all of these channels, you should have the control. You should have the respect. But, but not just like, the control. You had to not pursue them as a romantic interest when they were like my boyfriend. So that's changed. And then now you just jump on it. Like why, you know, you should still have the same mentality. I don't know if it's like a jump on thing. So I'm saying like in as an example, like maybe it's a year later after the breakup. I, and I think things like this could happen, like, as simple as, like, a they like or comment someone. on a photo. Or, yeah, yeah, there's that, like, the organic side of it. But, like, the likes or the comments or watching the stories, like, people read into that stuff, right? And then it's, like, say they leave a comment, like, oh, great shot. Oh, thanks. And then the conversation goes through the comments and then yeah. it goes into the DMs. And next thing you know, you're, like, having regular conversations with this person and feelings are starting to happen. So... 
I, sometimes I think, I, I believe that it could be totally innocent and it just kind of like happened. Like love does sometimes, right? So I just wonder like in those situations, like can you fault your friend entirely? Is it a conversation where it's like, no, if you're my friend, any of my exes are off limits. Like do you have to lay that foundation right away? I think you know that when you meet someone, if you meet someone and they, you know, you pick up on these slight things, like you can tell how important loyalty is, for example, or, you know, like you can kind of pick that up from people, but then if you don't know where someone stands on that, then you're not good enough friends. And I don't know. Like, if you don't know them well enough, then maybe you can go screw their ex or be with their ex because you're not that good of friends. But I think there are personalities out there that are just like, I do not care. Like, and they truly wouldn't. They'd just be like, whatever, have fun. Like, yeah, better you than me kind of situation. (laughs) Or not heartless, but like, they're just, they can just close that door and like not give it a second thought I mean if I think about friends dating some of my exes right now too I'd be like okay I <laughs> mean some of them to. I'd be like <laughs> no because I care about you more <laughs> like, yes exactly like please don't for yeah. your own yeah. like mental health but I think like for me the 100% off limits would be if there was a marriage if there was children um, or if it was like a very lengthy relationship, like five, 10 years. Yeah. No, yeah, never. I will never be okay with it. Not I will never accept never. it. I will never understand it. You will be cut from my life as painful as that would be for me. Um, because you have no business like being part of that portion of my life. Like, what, you're going to yeah. be the stepmom to my kids and my best friend? You're going to be, like... Yeah. Like, I married this person. Like, I said vows, yeah. and now you're going to do it, too? Like, it, that, I think, is completely the unwritten rule. A hundred thousand percent off limits. Yeah. But I think you said we're not going to come to a conclusion on this, but you kind of just did. I think that is the the conclusion, I think, for... The really, I mean, just to expand this a little bit more, I think for the really serious ones, um, absolutely not. I mean, the ones that just happened, unless they were not serious, um, but the ones that just happened, absolutely not. But I think there's also like the scenario of you're in a relationship with somebody and you are completely in love with them, like you foresee the future and they break up with you. Because they just don't for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, oh, that's an absolute And you not. are heartbroken by yeah. this person. And now they want to date your friend or your friend wants to date them. You, it doesn't, I don't think it would matter how much time has passed in that scenario. Yeah. Because it's, it'd be like, you saw what that did to me. Now I have to yeah. face, because like there's the one that got away kind of the whole thing, right? So it's like, that is the one that got away from me. That he was supposed to be my true love. Like I was supposed to, I saw like white picket fence life with this person and now you're taking them and you know that like yeah. I was destroyed by that. Yeah. Um, to me, that is like 100% no. And that's a, that's a friendship ender, right? That would be yeah. like, well, we're obviously not friends. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing too. If you're the person going in on the ex I think that you would have to be prepared to lose your friend over that I think there's just I think that's a really likely situation I think a lot of people would feel that way because I think it's really hard 
to watch your ex. Well, in a, in, mo- in a lot of circumstances, I think it's really hard to watch your ex move on and be happy as it is. Um, but especially when you're like front row for it. Not that you don't want them to move on and be happy, like not that you want ill will for people, but I think it's really hard to to be front row to that to that part of their life as well. Like their their purpose is done. Yeah, and and I know you feel like that for a lot of things. Like that is how you kind of operate. Like the purpose has been served and it serves me no longer. So I have no interest in you or energy to give to that anymore um so you are in a way like more black and white i think um so we obviously agree for sure on the long term yeah uh, a heartbreak a marriage kids involved yeah 100 percent. kids especially i think that's the top one like <laughs> nobody that i no is going to be a stepmother to my kids. Not my best friends, no. Not my best friends, no. No, and like this, <laughs> that's a funny situation where it's like you love these people to death. Like they are your best friends. They are your like go-to everything, you know. But that one thing that you would never allow them to be is like – unless I died. <laughs> well, and that's common. A lot of Which people Which is funny. Do that. It's like you want – a stranger you'd rather a stranger yeah I was just thinking that too as soon as I said it (laughs) yeah you'd rather a stranger be with your ex and care for your children than somebody that you know and love it's too close to home it's steps on toes it's fucking weird what are you gonna fight with your best friend about your own kid like you know it's it's just no thank you it too intimate you gotta you got girls find your own guys and if not then find your own best friends yeah (laughs) Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's it's a hard one. It's, like, a really big, like, mind boggler. Like, you have to really think about it because I don't think anybody really knows unless they're in that situation. Yeah. Because, like, I can only think about it from from my high school experience. And that bugged me a lot. And, like, hilariously, that relationship obviously didn't go well. And she ended up trying to, like, ask me for advice on how to deal with things with the guy. No. I'm kidding me. I hate you. Um, oh my god what is wrong with people and fuck you bitch you deserve it yeah clearly clearly i'm over it (laughs) yeah so lauren's fine with not bitter at all (laughs) go date her ex she won't even care she's so rational it's like 20 years later she's more mad than ever i mean it's just like i i say all this like oh yeah i don't care i'd be over it whatever and then i like the one evidence you have is from 20 years ago (laughs) and you're still mad (laughs) see girls take what we say with a grain of salt (laughs) We are talking shit over here. <laughs> we are not talking shit. We have yeah, very no, valid points. But the other thing, though, that I think is a really like interesting thing to consider is what if you match with the same person on a dating app? Like, are they off limits? Um, I think that you could uh, talk that through because you, you guys are the ones that are friends first. He's a stranger. I think you can be like, hey, you have him. Or actually, this happened to my friend and I. We both matched. So we were just messing with him. And then eventually he got the hint because we like took it too far. Besides, if you want to mess with him or not, you guys can like talk it through and, and pick call dibs. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's also like, okay, so say you dated someone from that you met online for like a couple months or whatever. Didn't work out. Everybody's back online. And a friend, like, do you consider that an ex or is that just like someone you hooked up with? It depends. Like if if it was someone that like really blindsided me, um, you know, there's some of the the few month ones that I dated, as you know, Laura, that are just like, what the fuck. So I think I would certainly give them the ammo they need for that. But 
I, you know, wasn't in love, so I think I would feel a lot easier about that. I guess it also depends, like, what your state of mind was when you were with that person, right? Like, was it, like, casual? Yeah. Was it, like, yeah, let's hang out and hook up and see what happens? Or was it, like, I'm trying to find someone for, like, long term. I'm trying to find a partner. And then didn't work out, and then your friend meets that person online, too. Maybe they don't even know, because, like, that's the other thing. You may not ever like you may not know initially and then it's like oh oh I hooked up with that guy too or, or like, we're dating now and you're like that's the guy yeah 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 th- I so think those that, that would be hard because it's like well you have to break up with him like or okay cool have fun or maybe oh, good I hope he's better to you like there'd yeah. be so many like things that it would be hard to determine like where you would really net out on that one I, if it was me I'd just be like well, I'd probably know if it's my best friend. Good I'd luck. probably know why they broke up. So I'd be like, oh, that's the guy that did that. I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> like, you're a weirdo. Yeah. But I guess it goes right back to like, well, we're having a great time. Like, we're really enjoying ourselves and I'm really happy. And I- what if he did something that's so fucking weird? And you're just like, uh, yeah, you seem really great. But like spit in your mouth. Yeah, like that guy, or <laughs> I was thinking of the other guy that won't when cures chlamydia. <laughs> also, that <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> like you do know. <laughs> okay, he may still have chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee a thing. <laughs> ladies, ladies, why we broke up? <laughs> Don't forget Anyways. to ask. Yeah, what their STI, yeah, STD status is. You know, if you're gonna is. take anything from this episode it is do not forget to ask if they have yeah i feel like we should name him but I yeah won't. let's give him oh no oh i thought you meant like give him a name like yeah chlamydia <laughs> i think we've rambled on a lot <laughs> so yeah. guys so again yeah. no consensus there's no consensus um it obviously would just come down to like your individual personality type timelines everything there's like so many variables but I think the biggest thing is like I think for us both actually like to consider would be like you have to understand that this could equal friendship ending and is it ever worth ending a friendship for the answer is a fuck no (laughs) yeah I am black and white the answer is no girls rule chicks before dicks hoes before bros any time of the week (laughs) any day of the week What's the saying there? <laughs> Any day. Of Anyways, the week. guys, let us know. Let us know what you think. Um, interested to hear if you have a a logical way around this dilemma. Let us know. Not that we need it personally, but maybe people. Yeah, do. like we're still open to like the other input, the other perspectives on it. That's what this is all about. The other perspectives. Exactly. Because <laughs> maybe someone out there has a completely different view or explanation or that we didn't cover. Yeah. yeah that we yeah. didn't even cover. Because I do think, and like just before we close out, like I feel like there are relationships out there that two people ended a relationship. Maybe it was ugly. Maybe it was toxic. Maybe not. Who knows? And a beautiful relationship was formed with that ex and a friend and everybody's living in harmony now together. Yeah. Like obviously that is a possibility. Anything is possible. So are you somebody who has that experience? Like I'd be interested to hear about that and what that looks like and how you handle it and like how do you deal with like knowing all about the intimacies? Like there's just it's curious. Like it's a curious topic. 
Yeah, you know, I know people that are super tight with their exes, and obviously that involves seeing them with new people or maybe even their friends. So, um, you know, I've never really understood it, but I know that it happens, and I appreciate that. What matters is that people are happy doing their thing. So, everyone, yeah, blessed be. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> Blessed be. That's the end of that. Okay. We're probably going to cut that. Um. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts. I mean, we want to know what people think about it. Do you think we're crazy and like we're completely off the rocker on this? Or are you someone that is like, yep, I'm totally for everything you said and we're on board with the way you guys think? DM us. DM us, slide into our DMs. Not if you're my ex or Jess's ex, though. <laughs> or that guy that I tried to slide into his DMs and it didn't work out too well. Yeah, he shot you down. You can that go sucked. away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. All right, guys. Remember to follow us at Herspective underscore podcast. And just be just be kind. Be safe. Live your best life. 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 Live your best life. <laughs> life. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.